Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's get it done, realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our fields. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Real Estate Unscripted. Today's going to be a little bit different. So we have had, I can't even believe this, but 50 episodes that we have recorded of Real Estate Unscripted. And so that means just about a year ago, Bobby from Alcova Mortgage had this idea, right, to do a podcast and asked me if I would do a podcast with them. So I just need to thank Bobby and Billy and Rob, Billy and Rob, the very quiet ones who I haven't gotten to interview yet, but they're coming for their faith in me and for the trust and for the idea of doing this podcast for lenders and realtors to really give them advice and thoughts and guidance and people that they can really look up to and interviews and things to do in their business. And so I thought it couldn't be more appropriate 50 episodes in to go back through the, the, the people that I've had the pleasure and honor of interviewing and, and really share those things that are in common with these people. And I think the biggest key is success leaves clues. So success leaves clues to me is I've gotten the honor of interviewing people. And if you've listened to, and if you haven't, you got to go back and listen to these podcasts. You can see there's this commonality, this theme between these people that I've had the opportunity to interview. And I really wanted to share that, especially as we are in a, a tougher market, a tougher time, rates are high, morale is low, and I think people are losing steam. And this is the time for that not to happen. If we want to come out this, the other side, which we do stronger and better, we have to really pay attention. So I wanted to share things that I've learned, which hopefully you two have learned from these podcasts about success. So let's really think about that definition of success. So success can be so many different things to different people. To me, success is balance, right? So if I'm successful, I'm in balance and I'm in balance in many ways. I'm in balance with my health. I'm in balance with my relationships. I'm in balance with my mindset. I'm in balance with connection to people. And of course, success has a component of financial freedom, but success is not only financial. I think we chase the success and success is always this thing in the future, right? Like if I, if I make this much money, I'll be successful. If I lose 20 pounds, then that's success. And it's not necessarily the journey, right? But I think let's look at, at these things that successful people have in common, right? So what clues, right? So I think that if you look at, again, definitions of success, right? It's people that have vision, have clear vision. What path are they taking? What What's the direction? What's the goal? What's the end goal in mind? Not just sell more houses or do more loans, right? There's a passion for what we do. I think if there is no passion, especially in a tougher market, it makes burnout happen even more. I think there's clear optimism, People that are successful have optimism and ways that they're going to achieve success, right? They know that they can do it. There's a creativity, right? Just because something's been done one way in the past or something that worked five years ago doesn't mean that'll work now. I think people that are successful practice self-discipline, right? There's a value to their time. So they have a discipline. They have a desire to improve and a commitment to learning. And I think that's one thing if... I think if any of us in our careers think now I know it all or I don't have anything else to learn, then that's that's kind of a stagnation that happens. Accountability, right? Successful people have accountability. They don't make excuses. They're very grateful. Everyone that I got to talk to is grateful 
for, for their success, even though they worked really hard for it. There is a resilience in the face of failure or obstacles. Like we have to get through this. I think right now, anyone in this market, you have to have resilience for sure. It's only you know, almost September and it feels like December 98th, right? It just feels like it's been a really long year. There's an ability to, to not have fear holds you back, right? Fear, right? It propels you or you put your head in the sand and things slow down and stop. And that's just not an obstacle. So I'm going to go through a whole bunch of things I've learned that I think we can take a few minutes and just give ourselves like, you know, really sit back and say, okay, how am I doing in these areas, right? So I think, look, if we want to achieve success, right, we start with a clear plan. So whatever that goal is. So if we want success in our weight loss or success in our business, we start with a clear plan. What does, what is the plan, right? Because without a plan, how do you know if you're successful, right? How do you know if you've achieved goals, if you don't have a goal, right? So if you have goals that are written down, right, that there's no plan. So then we have to prioritize our goals. Cause if you're like me, I have many goals. I have personal goals. I have professional goals. I have weight loss goals. I have, you know, I'm going to eat this goals. I have so many goals, but we have to prioritize them and set them. Right. And then you've got to think about, do you need education or skill sets to hit these goals? If, if you don't have the proper knowledge and training and skill set to hit goals, then we've got to make sure what do we need? So if it's a, a weight loss or a gym goal, I need a trainer. I need someone who knows way more than me and how to get on a machine <laughs> the right way and not hurt myself, right? So I've got to get skills that either I acquire or I get coaching or help to acquire, right? And then I've got to cultivate good habits. Good habits are personal and professional, right? Good habits are how we start our day and things. And then we have to have a really positive attitude. And I think that's what I see lacking in most people right now is a positive attitude because of burnout or because of stress or because of fear, quite frankly. Um, and then if you're going to achieve that success, okay, so we have all this, you can't just say, oh, I've got a plan. It's on this piece of paper and I have, I'm going to get a trainer and I'm going to have a really good attitude about it. And there you go. I can't believe it didn't happen because we're missing a key component, which is taking action, right? We have to take action. And I will tell you one thing that's super clear, and it's been super clear to me through all these interviews is you have to take action and do these things, even if you don't feel like it, right? So a lot of us are way too emotional. We're way too emotional in our decision-making and how we quote unquote feel today. How are we going to get something done? Well, I just don't feel it today. Well, you have to do it even when you don't feel it. Now that doesn't mean we don't get a pity day. You can get a pity hour or a pity day, or you just need a break. If you work too many days, too many hours, you do need a break. You need some time off. You need to rejuvenate. But that doesn't mean we get to live in that mindset of, you know, I just don't feel like it. This month isn't my month. That's not how this works. That's not how we become successful. So I'm going to look and go through. I went through all of these things that I learned from everyone and these words that kept popping up. And a lot of these I've said, but a lot of them were strengths. So if I looked at commonality strengths among the interviewees that I've, again, been fortunate to talk to, let's look at words and then, and then really internalize as you're listening. Do you, are these your strengths or are these things you want to be? 
And so one of the best ones I heard was curious, right? So Lisa Wells, who's coming up soon is curious. She always remains curious. How does this work? How do I make this better? How do you do this? And I can attest to that. She'll call me and, Hey, I've got this, this situation or this realtor. How would you do this? She's always curious, which equals learning, right? It equals this desire to improve. So then consistency, they are consistent. They follow a schedule. They have a routine. There's consistency. They don't fall off just because they don't feel like it, right? They're great implementers. Because I think a lot of us have so many ideas, like files of ideas. We've gotten to 25 seminars, but are we implementing? So if we're going to be successful, we have to implement what we learn. And these high level people are great implementers. So they have people around them often to also implement, but they're implementers. They work and stick with the basics. I think that's an issue that a lot of us have too. It's like, ooh, what's that sexy thing over here that I can try, right? Let's, ooh, this is shiny. Let's go to the shiny object. Let's not do the basics like making our phone calls or doing those things that we know work. And we abandon basics when we get really busy or things are going really well and then we forget. And they don't abandon the basics. They stick with those basics. A team meeting happens every day, right? Whatever it is, is a consistently done thing, no matter what the market or how we feel. They provide a great experience. And I think, look, knowing what's going on in the market now and the changes that we're certainly going to see in the next couple of years, if you are not providing your clients a great experience, that is something that is absolutely going to affect our, everything, our income and our client base and everything. So what can you implement now? So for people that are listening that aren't as quote unquote busy, bad word, but productive, let's call it as you want to be, are you providing a great experience? And if you're not, what do you need to do to provide a great experience? Going along with that, are you authentic? I am my authentic self, right? I am maybe not for everyone, but I'm authentic. If you work with, with me, you know who I am. I, I stand for taking care of my clients. I whip out a sock full of quarters. If you're going to try to hurt somebody that I care about, that's being authentic. So are you your authentic self? Do people know the real you? Because they want to. And how do we show that? And and people care. So I got to interview Hunter and I've gotten to interview so many people and they say they act, they really, really care. They care about other people. They care about the experience. They care about their teams. And I think too many people don't. It's, we can't have people that are a means to an end, right? It's not this position is, is this person, I don't care. And that, that will affect and stunt our growth. They're problem solvers, that's that's what we are. I think, do, do we all realize that if you're a lender or realtor listening now, we are problem solvers. We are here to help clients through and solve their problems. And, and that's what continues our growth, right? Is that that's what we do. We, we take a great care of our clients. We provide a great experience, right? But we're problem solvers and we're people that care. Um, we have to be people that build great rapport, if you can't build rapport, you know, there's four parts to a sale, right? Initial contact. So that's getting the lead or that first meeting. Building rapport, right, is so important because that is how we have this connection and this relationship. Then there's closing, right, which is cementing the relationship and, and, and having people work with you, right? And then there's follow-up. So I think that building rapport is something that either we're really good at or something we struggle with. And that's something we need to think about. How's your building rapport skills? 
How are we doing about when we're in meetings, asking deeper questions? Do we stop long enough to care about the answers and ask three whys, right? Why is that important to you? Wait, why is that important? Do we care? Do we say, yep, you just need three bedrooms. You need a conventional loan. Fantastic. Check that off the box. So are we asking deeper questions and really getting to the heart of really is that frustration our client is having or that need or why is that so important to them? Because that's so vital to the relationship we want to build. Other things, I think it was Hunter that said this, control the controllable. That we should all have a t-shirt right now that says we need to control the controllable. So let's think about, can I control the interest rates? Man, it would be nice if I could. Can I control the inventory? I can't. Can we control pricing? No, I can't. Can you control any of those things? No, but I can control my attitude. I can control the hours I work. I can control my self-discipline. I can control my optimism, right? And my passion and my vision and my structure. I can control those things. So we've got to control the controllable. Let's look at some other things. I mean, I think the key in every successful person as well, not just in strengths, in in kind of habits or, or things they do, but our relationships, So I think the people that are going to make it, I really feel this way. The people that are going to make it through this market are people that value and understand the importance of relationships. This is a relationship business. And so if think about the levels of relationships you have with, we'll call them vendors. So vendors or fellow business people. So my contractors, yes, my lender can be a vendor, but also a VIP. But how are we taking care of people that take care of us and take care of our clients? Speaking of clients, how are we taking care of our current and our past clients, right? We all, I mean, realtors especially love to heart referrals. <laughs> I heart referrals, I heart them, but it's like, does what does that mean? What is that relationship with past clients and, and your current clients? Do they know that you're there for them? Are you in touch with them? And then for lenders, your realtors, right? Are you in relationship with your realtor or are they a means to an end that now are just not providing as many leads? So what are we doing about that? Is it, I got to just get more because they're not taking care of me or is it I'm reaching out to see how I can help them as well? And that's super important. Flip side, you know, realtors, your lenders, like this is a great time for collaboration and learning and how can we help each other and what are we struggling with, right? And how are we going to carry each other through this time, right? Into an easier, hopefully <laughs> soon market. And then VIPs. Again, those are all of these people, but it's your family, your friends, your relationships. How strong are you in your relationships right now? Are you buried your head in the sand and you're not taking care of people? If you're struggling, do we not realize other people are as well? And how can we reach out to them? And look, they're not just struggling with the market. They're struggling with potentially their health and their mindset and their relationships, all of these things and their balance. And we can help each other through that. And that's what we're here for. I mean, that is key. So listen, if you don't know what to say when you're calling someone and you haven't talked to them, I would check in and say, how are you, right? How is your health? How is your mindset? Is there anything I can do? Is there anything we can do together? Because that's how we get through this. And that's how these relationships carry us. There's no doubt about it. So let's talk about habits. How are your habits? Let's call habits routine. And I think... We're all very, I mean to have a great routine. I mean to have better habits. I mean to go to the gym, right? All of these things. But the people that I interviewed, the people that you've listened to, 
through good, bad, thick, thin, sickness, health, right? All of these things, they maintain their habits and their routines. Things like exercise. They don't let exercise go by. Now, sure, we all miss a day, but it's not, I just don't feel like it right now. And therefore, I'm just not going to go to the gym. Okay, so go to the gym, go for a walk, do your yoga, do your meditation, maybe medication too, but do your meditation. Are you doing these things that are good for your spiritual and emotional and physical self, right? Are you journaling if you journal? Are you making sure you start end the day positively with when you go to bed and when you go to work? things like that. How are you filling your mind right now? Is it just the news? Because I will tell you, there's nothing more depressing. I haven't watched it last night. I thought I should catch up on the news. No, I should not catch up on the news. There's nothing good on the news that is going to make me feel better. It's just not going to. Now, I don't mean don't know what's happening in the world. I don't mean just ignore suffering. That's not what I'm saying. But we don't need to just sit there and watch the news because guess what? The news is not a lot of positive, right? So speaking of that, how are we filling our, our minds? What are we reading, right? What books are you reading right now that are positive influences on you that you can learn from? What podcasts, hello, like Real Estate Unscripted, but at Milet, there's so many podcasts that you can listen to that are motivating and that you learn from. So we got to think about like garbage in, garbage out, right? Garbage in is all this mental stress and everything we're listening to is only going to affect our mind. So I think that we've got to think about those things, right? And these successful people, they call them non-negotiables. So these are non-negotiables. Going to the gym is a non-negotiable. Going and listening to a podcast, meditating, showing up for work at a certain time, leaving work at a certain time. These are non-negotiables for them. So really, what are your non-negotiables and what non-negotiables did you have that you've let go? Same thing with boundaries. Right now it's like, oh, it's harder. So I'm going to skip the gym and I'm going to work later hours. No, we've got to continue following our calendar and our schedule, right? And our daily routines. That's so important now more than ever. I think when we just quote unquote, don't feel like it. And that makes sense, right? I think there are days all of us don't feel like it, but it's like, then you got to get back on the horse or whatever the saying is. So I think that mindset, that discipline is what I'm, I've seen time and time again from each person that is successful in all the ways we'd all say. So think about their self-motivated We've talked about great attitudes, right? Those are so important because think about you want to be around these people. All, every single person that I have interviewed, and I know them all, some super well, I've known them for years. Some have been contacts through Billy, Bobby, and Rob. Some have been other people throughout COVID that know somebody or people that I've gotten to do business with. Man, you want to be around them right? Not just in the podcast, but you think, gosh, I either I want to be them. I want to be like them. You get these nuggets, but then do you just go, that was nice and move on, right? Do we implement these things that we know as simple as have a start time, meditate for 10 minutes, turn off the news, right? Let's practice some self-discipline. Like that's those things. And think about if we're struggling with that, well, then who holds us accountable? Because I think the fewer people that we have holding us accountable 
the harder it is to be successful. So I have my trainer, AZ, who I've had for years, man, AZ holds me accountable, knows when not to push too hard and then knows to push me, right? And so my husband, Philippe, keeps me super accountable because, you know, if I say I've had a hard day, he's like, ooh, super tough, right? Like he will put it at me quickly about how my tough day was not that tough. I have my Calvo friends, Bobby and Everett hold me super accountable and have given me this opportunity. My clients hold me accountable. My coach holds me accountable. I need you to think who's holding you accountable, right? For getting these things done that you keep quote unquote meaning to do. Now, look, a lot of us are self-motivated and every single person I interviewed is self-motivated. I'm super self-motivated. Doesn't mean I don't need accountability right? We still, it doesn't mean one or the other. I'm self-motivated, so I don't need a trainer. False. I'm self-motivated, so I don't need a coach of some sort. Also false, because we need that extra higher level of someone who's done this better than us, or who's gone further than us, or has achieved what we want to achieve that we can follow and copy, right? So that's what I think from all of these people that I've interviewed. And they do things like they have a vision board, like we all talk about it, but they're very clear on vision board and a one-year plan and five-year plans. And I have all of these and happy to share them with anyone who's listening, but kind of do you actually pay attention to that? Do you look at weekly and monthly and quarterly goals, right? Do you pay attention to these things? And that's, that's what I've learned from this opportunity I've been given of success leaving clues, right? So I think that if we can look at that and we can think, all right, what do I need to do? How can I work on my mindset? How can I be a better problem solver? And they, how can I outwork the competition, but in a healthy way, in a productive way? How can I realize that just because I'm busy, that's not necessarily the thing, right? I got to be productive. How can I be productive? How can I start my day taking action and being grateful, grateful? And how can I be one of those people that sees this current market as an opportunity, right? How many people are saying that word? I know it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. And I don't mean of others suffering, but it's an offer, opportunity for us to learn and grow and pay attention to what's happening and, and work on our service, right? And work on all of these things, work on our systems, work on our, work on our profit and losses if we're not doing that. Because gosh, if you're not watching your money right now, there's been no more important time than paying attention to your expenses and really, really paying attention to everything that you do at home money-wise, as well as at work and paying attention to things like debt. As we know, credit cards, interest rates have gone way up, all of these things. So how do we incorporate these things that you hear everywhere, but on this podcast from all these people and you say, gosh, I want to be like them. So what they did was, right, they took their passion and their optimism and their creativity and their desire to improve and they created systems and structure and daily routines and have people that are holding them super accountable, right? And they don't allow themselves to make excuses and then they take action. So I wanted to share all this with you because I think, gosh, if I've gotten to interview 50 people and I have hundreds of pages of notes that I have taken and I 
work to implement things. And I say, gosh, all of these people say the same thing, really, right? Like if you think about it, the successful people that I've interviewed, they've all said the same thing. They all have these qualities. They're all people that, man, if you could go to coffee or lunch or dinner with them, I'm just telling you, if you got to hang out with Bobby and Billy and Rob, which I have been fortunate to do and really pick their brains and see how they spend every day thinking, what can we do next? And how do we help this problem? And how do we help these lenders? And how do we help these people struggling? It's it's really, it's really why they are as successful as they are. So again, I think if you listen to this once, twice, or three times and you say, okay, please don't make a list of all 80 things I've said and say, I'm going to do all of these, but be honest with yourself simply, right? I need to really get back to paying attention to my health. I need to really pay attention to my finances. I really need to restart my day the way I know I need to do with, with some positive reading, with some gratitude. Gosh, you can't be negative if you have to say three things you're grateful for. You just can't. And you are generous and connecting end this day or begin the day whenever you're listening with who can you reach out to right now who friend or past client or realtor darn it we're here too <laughs> or someone that you can thank or say how can i help you and how are you doing because i think it's reaching out to other people it's doing things like this podcast for me that keep me super positive in the connections i need to make so continue forming connections continue working on your definition of success and your goals and your vision and know there are always people out there to help you myself included and again thank you so much to bobby billy and rob and alcova for this amazing opportunity and anyone who i've had the opportunity and the pleasure to interview thank you for sharing your time with everyone listening in with me and I can't wait for the next 50 podcasts and the 50 podcasts after that. So I want to thank you all for listening to Real Estate Unscripted. Keep listening. I'm here in whatever way I can help as well as everyone that's been on my podcast. And I hope that you have an absolutely fantastic day. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and homebuyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 40508, org. Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you share this with your friends and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.